You're listening to the Know the Cause podcast with Doug Kaufman. Visit us online at knowthecause.com and join the conversation at facebook.com slash knowthecause. So you guys know I've been attending a lot of conferences the last couple of years, even been invited to uh, lecture at many of these on the role of fungus and health disorders. And folks, you begin believing your own story. Uh, You know me, many of you know me for decades. I think fungus is everything. And then a couple of years ago, a woman gets up on the stage talking about something called recall healing. And I realize how minimal fungus is. Okay, it is the etiology of many health problems, including cancer and so forth but I'm hearing that we steer our own destiny. What happens to us in our youth or before we're born has much to do with the illnesses that we end up with. Michelle Schrader is her name. I heard her three or four times and then got to introduce her at the big uh, uh, ACIM meeting in Orlando here in 2017. Michelle joins us right now. And I really want you, as you're laying there in bed or if you're you know, listening to this at home, Relax, take a deep breath, because Michelle is going to introduce you to something that's brand new, virtually brand new to you, as it was to me a few years ago. Michelle, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you really opened my eyes. I mean, you impacted me. Dr. Cowden, our mutual friend, told me about you. He's a cardiologist and does all things, you know, body, mind, spirit. And he introduced me to you a couple of years ago. And so I listened. Okay, Dr. Cowden wants me to listen to someone. And I was really floored. What floored me was the testimonials, the patients you've worked with, all the doctors send you these clients, you work with them, and you hear amazing things. So teach us a little bit about recall healing. What do those two words put together mean? So recall healing is, is a, it's a means to help us to understand the root of our illnesses. Uh, people have various illnesses from cancers, diabetes, even colds and flus. We always hear stress. Stress causes this, stress causes that. And, and really, it's very specific. So it's how the person integrates that stress. And the recall is to look at various, uh, various experiences that we've had in our life that have the same felt experience. Mm. So that is what actually repeats. I often hear people tell me, I can't remember anything. I have, uh, uh, I'm terrible. So I say, don't worry about it. You don't have to remember. Your brain does all the work for you. And as you begin to sort of dive in and look for, and, and, and just even searching in our own stories, everything else comes and it comes to light and we just trust whatever comes is what we need to work on. Mm. As Michelle was talking at one of these meetings, I'm not sure which it was, I I am a car guy. I collect old cars. I love old motorcycles, old cars. And I began to, to run an analogy here. Most of us live our life either in neutral or drive, right? What Michelle is talking about is the R on the shift column. Reverse. Recall go back. There's a reason that lump is growing on your neck, on your prostate, on your breast, on your kneecap. Um, And that's what regress healing, or recall, I'm sorry, recall healing is really all about. Give me an example of recall healing, maybe someone you've worked with so the audience and your humbled host can understand it better. Sure. (laughs) 
So, um, oh gosh, there's there's many. I've heard uh, probably forty of them. Yes, <laughs> there's so many stories. Um, just it's it's sort of amazing to just to look. And I I did a presentation a couple years ago on mindfulness and using recall healing as a mindfulness practice. And that's actually what this is: is that when we have something come up in our life, then we can stop and begin to sort of dive in. And so I've had many people that I work with. The first person that I worked with, um, her in a big way to see that this, wow, this is fascinating to, to see that once we can name it, name what happened, claim the emotions connected with that, then our body will allow us to release it or dump it. So we say name it, claim it, dump it. So in this one particular case, um, this woman had a baby, but before she was before she had this baby, she had five miscarriages. And it was and she didn't even know if she wanted any more kids. Right. And and so then she got pregnant with this little guy. And um and and what happened was he was born on Pearl Harbor Day. Wow. And his, I know it's it's sort of fascinating. So we're coming, you know, in this in this realm, and so that's I think why I'm thinking about it. But this little guy, he's six months old, and he ends up in the hospital, and he has lung disease, and and so she, the doctors told her just say your goodbyes. He's he's mm. gonna die, and and so she knew about recall healing. I actually had just started doing it, and so she asked me, and I said, well, let's go to work, and so so he was named for uh, an uncle, they were Japanese descent, mm -hmm. and the uncle had survived Hiroshima wow. and had just passed away. And so a child will take on whatever the unfinished business is based on birth order number or what um, they're named for. If they're named for somebody that has this trauma and he's hospitalized on the two year anniversary of the death of her sister who died of lung cancer and who she was raising her children. The, the sister had been a drug addict and she was very angry. And so we talked about that. They also had a home that had burned down. So when we talk about lungs, we talk about grief, sadness, death, like fear of dying, the gosh, you know, this mm -hmm. kind of thing. So I had her get in touch with all of these things. The child will become the biological solution to the to the parent's psychological suffering. Wow. And so she, here she is, has all this stuff on, on the plate. So all I said, so you need, you got to get in touch with those emotions. How did you feel? You know, the anger that she had, the sadness and grief of her husband losing his uncle and honoring the uncle with this baby. And, and so, so I said, tell him the story. And he's sleeping. He's, tell, tell the baby. The tell story, the baby yeah. the story. And so basically, you, you, you say what it is that, that you see. Oh, my gosh, your name for this uncle. My, my sister died. You're carrying these stories for us, honey. And then releasing, this was mommy's. This was daddy's. You don't have to carry that for us. I release you to be the child that you need to be. And in that moment, he lets out this big cleansing breath. And two weeks later, his lungs are pink and beautiful. That was nine years ago. See, okay, so this is why I wanted you guys to hear this. To me, this is, you know, I've heard of religious, spiritual, Christian healings that go on. Very excited about those. This is something brand new to me. The child's born on the day Pearl Harbor was bombed, right? The child's ancestry is that. This, 
you literally mom through emotions and tears and screaming and hitting a pillow. Probably what you've seen is amazing. Comes up sharing this story with the baby and the baby releases this. Mm -hmm. Do you see this? Why isn't this more common? And then I want to talk about your credentials because you had to find a school that would offer not psychoneuroimmunology, because there are plenty of colleges that do that, but more of this mind-body thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you you got that PhD degree, so I should be calling you Dr. Schrader here, but respectfully to me, you'll always be Michelle. Um, <laughs> I mean, you see this a lot. I know I've talked with at one of the symposiums someone you were able to help. And this isn't tradition. Why, why is this so out there, and how did you choose to make it your career? Well, it was personal that my aunt had a breast cancer, and my cousin was looking for some alternative therapies to, to help her through that breast cancer, and, and came uh, across German New Medicine, which is the science behind what we do. What's it called? German New Medicine. German New Medicine. Yes, okay. and it's, it, it got a bad rap early on, just, okay. um, but the science is solid, and when you look at it, you can see it, and it's biologically, you can see Michelle, it. Michelle, 50 years ago, four out of five doctors smoked camels. Yeah. So you're, you're preaching <laughs> to the prior here. Everybody so listening to this true. podcast knows better than yeah. to put 100% faith in medicines. So. And, it, and it's, it's sort of amazing because, I, because emotions are taboo. We don't talk about our emotions. Good we point. many many people have been raised. I, I would say most cultures are raised to not talk about their stuff, to keep a stiff upper lip, to to be stoic, be and to be a man. Don't right. cry. Right. Uh, do what you need to do to get through. Raise your family, and so all of these stressors that we have. Okay, and breast cancer would be a stress in the nest. The home, my babies, my husband, my wow. my family. It could be animals. The people. Oh, I I love this animal. So so there was a big separation in in terms of my aunt with her husband, and it was hard, and she suffered for it for many many years. And so once we found recall healing, we found this. It was total biology, and 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 Dr. Renone, who Gilbert Renone, he he helped to to bring this forward in a bigger way. And so the German New Medicine with Total Biology and all of the things, once we put it all together, can allow for a deeper understanding um, of why we have that. And it's not just what's going on right now. It's been a lifetime, and like you had said, before we're even born, who do we line up with? Who who do we carry the, the unfinished business from our ancestors? Um, and so that's sort of how it, it came about. And the moment that Gilbert came and and uh, did a, a workshop in and and he's French Canadian, so mm. we could barely understand right, him at the right. time. And and but the first moment that that I sat in the class and I started hearing these stories similar to you, I knew that I wanted to spend my life researching and 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 bringing um, evidence to this modality. So the stories and many, many, many stories. And if you put enough anecdotal evidence together, you get real evidence. Do doctors refer patients to you? I know, I know that Cowden, Dr. Cowden was telling me one time that he thinks what you do will be integrated eventually into every doctor's practice because we're missing that component totally. We see a lump, let's stick a needle in it, mm-hmm. drain it, put a Band-Aid on it, and charge your insurance company. 
the lump comes back. Why? Well, we don't know, but we're going to put another needle in it. I mean, the the very sharp, the upper echelon of brains in this field of medical science say eventually Dr. Schrader's work is going to be done by everyone. Now, it may not be when she's here. She may die, <laughs> you know, 50 years down the line, but they see it as that important. I, I absolutely agree. It is my hope and uh, intention because hope is not a strategy. So mm -hmm. to put it into play, I really want a practitioner in every medical office, in every health and wellness center, in every hospital, when someone comes in, that they have a team of support. And the first, really the first in, in, in our culture, the last is the emotions, but it right. really should be the first place. Absolutely. So you come to my office first and then you can do all of the other things that support that journey. Mm -hmm. um, but but for sure, that, that would be my, my absolute dream. I, I heard you say on the podium one time that PTSD is something we kind of reserve for military, you know, coming mm -hmm. home from a traumatic event. But we all suffer from post-traumatic stress. I, I mean, yeah. you know, we, we've all been bullied or we've all been marred by someone else in life or some event in life. Men, especially, and I'm one of them, coming home from Vietnam, we don't cry. You know, we hold our emotions in. Uh, what we're doing now is taking, coming home from the Gulf War and other wars, we're taking lots of medications, mm -hmm. you know, to support our depression and so forth. But my question is, is it more difficult, the, the case studies you've cited were both women, your aunt and, and this woman uh, of Japanese descent. Um, is it more difficult for men because we've been geared to our fathers, hey, stop crying, you're five years old. You know, only girls cry. Is it more difficult for men to face what obstacles they have and work through it than a woman? You know, that's a great question. I, I would say probably that yeah. that is true. And and typically when I work with men, I you know, I'll do a 90-minute session as the first session always. Yeah. And it's, it's almost like, okay, just give me something to do. Let's fix it. Give me something to do. And then it, it's, and then that's it. Okay, I, I got it. Let's move on. But it, it's true. And, and I've had um, many men that I've worked with. And, and, and it, it works the same when the person is, is willing to go there and look at it and, and just sort of bring about the awareness that there was suffering. A couple years ago in Michigan, a guy was, was digging, and he thought he found a fence post. And so he starts digging, and all of a sudden, it's a woolly mammoth that he, he discovers. Okay, that's what we're wow. doing yeah. in this work. We think it's a, a fence post, but then when we really start digging, it's a woolly mammoth of our ancestors, of our whole life experience, even before we're even born, and our life experience now. And, and it replicates and, and it keeps going. Our brain has a way of manifesting that same situation over and over again based on time. It's the perfect time intersection. Okay. Right when it's supposed to happen, it does. And so men, I think all people have a challenge going there and yeah. looking at their emotions. I had a woman that a couple weeks ago that said, really, Michelle, is this really true? The emotions really cause? I don't think so. And I said, wow, it's even in our era and hearing how much emotions do play a role. And I mean, when you look at the, the biochemistry, we know cortisol has an effect. Mm -hmm. We know, you know, when you're in a fight or flight mode, you're in constant awareness. And so, it may be more challenging for a man to to go there or give himself permission yeah. 
Yeah. Um, because women are encouraged to share and and have community, where men are sort of encouraged to just you know go on their own and be the man tough it and tough yep. it out, and you can do it. And yep. and so we just keep pushing it down. We keep ignoring it. And and we, you know, both men and women, but certainly men. What resolve is there? In other words, you spend 90 minutes. I, I see you very much as in your credentials aired out as a psychologist sitting down. First meeting is 90 minutes. You know, we're going to talk about your wife, your situation, your childhood, your father, your mother, etc. For the people listening right now, by the by, if you're listening to this at the end, the last few months of the year 2018, Michelle has a new book out. She's already got the name. What What's the name of it? The Root to the Fruit and Everything in Between, Love Heals All. Okay, I love that name, The Root to the Fruit. So you can pick up that book and better study it. How is someone going to be favorably impacted by hearing what you're saying right now? Uh, so I'm going to address Vietnam. I quite honestly don't know how to do that. And the only negative is I saw some stuff a 20-year-old kid probably shouldn't have seen. You know, how did that impact my family? You know, undoubtedly it did. Undoubtedly. Mm -hmm. People who are in horrific crashes, who are raped, people who are beaten up by a bully, you either store that baggage mm -hmm. uh, or you someday let it out and you're going to break when it comes out. How long does it take someone, man or woman, after a 90-minute session to be driving home and say, oh, Darn, she's figured me out. What am, I'm going I'm to have to either restore this or recall this. So, so in the 90-minute session, I I give people the the foundation. The they're going to walk away with all of the tools that they need. However, it takes time. We generally didn't get this way overnight. There are times where people heal just like that by understanding the story. So, a woman had a melanoma. And she was in her fourth cycle of the way that we, we spell it out. And so every person that, that I work with goes away with a timeline. Okay. And they have some specific tools to be able to, to look and, and say, oh, this happened when I was, let's say, 40 years old. Mm -hmm. But at half my age, there was something very similar that happened that, that brought up the same emotions. And I never thought that that was related to this. So this woman had a melanoma. Well, melanoma is a shield. It's where I could feel uh, it's, it comes from, it's deeper tissue, it's the dermis tissue, mm -hmm. and it's, it's related to protection and integrity, feeling soiled or devalued, or my, my integrity is questioned, or maybe questioned myself. She had a melanoma of the eye. So mm -hmm. what is the eye shielding? So her spouse, they, they had uh, made a significant amount of money, and they, were bought, they bought some property in, in Florida. And she allowed her family to come and live on the property and slowly started giving them all of their money. And she didn't know how to tell her husband. And she felt terrible. And she secretly suffered for this. And so that was that what was prompting in this cycle. But two cycles before that, she had an ex-husband that played Russian roulette with her six times. He pointed the gun. He did it, and, and so the eye, the brain remembered, oh, remember when you needed that shield from before? Let's help you to discover, and so we'll put a shield so you don't have to secretly suffer anymore for that. You won't be able to see the pain that is in your life. You won't be able to see or, you know, we'll help you. That's what the brain does. It helps you to stay alive. It helps you to find your solution. 
So I, I can't, I don't know how much time, but sometimes it's just like that, like that story sure, right. helps to, to, to just like that. My grandson had a brain tumor. Within two hours of knowing the story, he was different. He was a different, you could see the before and after of him. And it, it was a, it was a serious brain tumor and he's fine. That wow. was two years ago. He's fine. So, so I would say in that first session, you're going to come away with a lot of knowledge and some tools, but we have to do the work. I often hear people say, oh, you're going to heal me. Right. Nope. You're going to heal you. No, you're a teacher, mm-hmm. you know, and you point the people into their eye-opening experience. It's not, by the way, a melanoma is a skin cancer, folks. It's deeper than the epidermis, right? And these are very bad cancers because they indicate that something else might be going on in the body. In this case, growing in an eye, she observed her husband giving away their fortune. She watched it with her eye. You know, so that's where... Well, she was giving away the, yeah. the fortune. <laughs> and she wild. didn't want to tell her husband. And, and she felt so badly. And she was just, oh, what am I going to do? And now we're not going to have any money. Yeah. For retirement? Yeah. Wow. You have to face reality at some time in your life, unless you're Doug Kaufman. Then you'll just get old and die, and they'll put you in a box and dig a hole <laughs> six feet deep. This has been, excuse the pun, an incredible eye-opener. Um, for those of you who want more information on this, I don't, do you take... Um, I would guess you could do phone consults. Could I do you, phone consults. You don't? Consult. Okay, good. I work with people all over the world, and uh, I do phone consultations, Skype, and FaceTime. And How do people get in touch with you? Do you have a website? I have. Uh, we have the www.recallhealingusa. Oh, that's a good one. And Our that place. shows a list of all the workshops and trainings that we have going on. And then... Um, re- uh, SoulTreeTransformations.com. SoulTree, S-O-U-L-T-R-E-E. Transformations, Transformations. with an S, uh-huh. .com. And that has a lot of the other things that I have incorporated with my mind-body skills uh, that I teach people. I mean, we use a lot of things to help the support. But the foundation is recall healing. Finally, I asked you this, and I didn't get a, enough time to let you expound on it. How in the world did you find postgraduate training in this field? Um, you have a PhD. You have a master's degree and a PhD. What did you have to do to get that PhD? So when I was in uh, my master's in psychology, I, I began to understand that psychology was great. I always thought that I wanted to get a PhD in psychology. And so for years and years, I said, oh, I'm getting a PhD. I didn't really know how I was (laughs) going to do that, but it was going to happen. And so I started in a master's degree. And when when I started going to classes, I realized that it never connected the head to the heart. And the Dalai Lama has said, the journey from the head to the heart is the longest journey. And so that's why oftentimes traditional psychotherapy doesn't work. And so when I was investigating, I thought health psychology, that's sort of closely related. And then I found the PhD in mind-body medicine at Saybrook University. And when I looked at the curriculum, I saw guided imagery and nutrition and movement and coaching. Things you were interested in. Hypnosis. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is so great. And recall healing is mind-body medicine. They're going to love it when I go to this to the school and and then I was met with like some opposition and that was a little scary and challenging. By the professors. By the professors because there was no evidence at the time and so um, so I had to really go there and and find that there was a lot of evidence in complementary fields 
but it didn't go deep enough. And so when with recall healing, we bring it all together and we go deeper. And and the mind body medicine PhD totally supported that. And and your professor saw your thesis, you know, in paper. And what what Michelle has done, folks, is something brand new. Imagine a guy coming forward and saying fungus causes health problems. You know, he would have to be a, a puzzle putter together. Same with Michelle Schrader. She put all the pieces of the puzzle together. Thank you for your time today. There is hope, folks. Dig a little deeper. There is hope. That's what Michelle's saying today. Really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Know the Cause podcast with Doug Kaufman. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to give us a five-star rating on iTunes or tell a friend. For more, visit us online at knowthecause.com or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash knowthecause.